Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Childless Not By Choice, where my mission is to recognize and speak to the Childless Not By Choice women and men around the world. Savella Morgan here. I am spreading the great news that we can live a joyful, relevant, and fulfilled life, although we did not have the children we so wanted. I would like to thank everyone who recognizes that we are not all living the same type of life. Welcome to episode 108. Well, let's jump right in. Let's start off with this Ernest Hemingway quote that I found that just intrigued me. It says, for sale, baby shoes never worn. Some say this was a short story Ernest Hemingway was asked to write. Some say this story predates him. To me, regardless of the origin, it sounds like a story prompt. You know those prompts your English or history teacher probably gave you, and then you had to come up with the rest of the story? What is the rest of the story? Your story. Why not use this story prompt to write your story? Write the story you would like to see play out for the rest of your life. Not the life you wish you had. Your life. Be realistic. Be positive. Be truthful and be kind. And if you feel like sharing, send your letter in and I will read it on a future episode. Well, before we move on, I would like to thank my Patreon contributors for their monthly financial contribution to the platform, Childless Not by Choice. And becoming a patron just got easier. The link, patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, forward slash childless not by choice is now on the childless not by choice.net website. Just go to the home screen, look to the left below the telephone, and you will see the Patreon link. Clicking the link takes you to the Patreon site where you can choose whichever level of contribution fits your monthly budget. It's that easy and your contributions are appreciated. There is a $5 level, a $10 level, a $25 level, a $50 level, and a $100 level. Those are all per month. So choose what best fits your budget and help me continue to get the word out globally that we do exist. Your contributions, again, are appreciated. And by the way, that telephone on the website There is a link below it that allows you to leave me a 90-second message. So give me a shout-out. I may play your message on a future episode. So thank you to my patrons Jordan Morgan, Ivy Calhoun, and Sandra Carzado. And then I have a spot right there for your name here. Come on in, join the conversation, help with the conversation at whatever level works for you. So... In this episode, I want to talk about depression for a moment. According to Google, the definition of depression is, quote, feelings of severe despondency and dejection, unquote. And I by no means want to belittle the clinical depression that many people have. And I'm also not going to say that depression, even if it's not clinical, is not as important. They're both important. And depression, feelings of depression, whether clinical or based on life events, 
like for instance, being childless, not by choice, they must be taken seriously. So I'm not going to belittle anybody's feelings of depression, no matter, you know, regardless of the level of depression that one feels. I want to say that up front. Well, as far as the depression of being childless, not by choice, or just having a bad day and feeling depressed, we've all been there. I remember feeling the most depressed during my 30s, probably because that was when everyone I knew was getting married and having children. I kept asking God, what was wrong with me? What was it about me that other people, that men, seemed to see that I did not see? What was it about me that I just didn't see? Because, you know, we have a blind spot when it comes to ourselves. And as we get older, we see where the blind spot is and we can more admit to it. (laughs) But when we're younger, we don't quite see it and we don't get it. We don't realize it's there unless somebody who loves us points it out, whether it's a parent or a sibling or a good friend. We tend to miss our own blind spots. So I kept wondering, what was it? What am I missing? What's the blind spot that I am missing that no one seemed quite interested in Sevilla? I just didn't get it. Not that I felt like I was better than anybody else, but the fact was everybody around me was meeting Mr. Wright or Ms. Wright, and they were starting families, and I was just waiting, didn't understand what was going on. And so, yeah, I I was like, God, what's going on here? What's happening? What's not happening right now? I began to question everything about myself, and that became really tiresome. You know, if you're going through the same thing now, I totally get it, but this is what I did. And so it's worth a try because it worked for me. Try turning the conversation around in your head. Start telling yourself good things. And let me tell you, it did seem really fake and forced at first. And so it may feel that way for you as well, but keep at it. There are some great affirmations on the homepage of the website, childlessnotbychoice.net. So please be sure to check them out. But the fact is, you've got to create some positive self-speak because our brains, it's almost like they're programmed. And maybe somebody can tell me who's got like a psych degree or something. Our brains seem to want to tell us the worst. And we have to train our brains to tell us the best and the better. You see, if you don't like you, no one else will. And if you don't speak positive things to yourself, all of the negativity from the negative people around you, because there's negative people everywhere, that negativity will seep through with no filter. So be your own filter. Create healthy boundaries. Smile as you protect yourself from the ugliness of the world. You are here, so you might as well make the best of it. Because the alternative, I've been there, it is not something many of us want to admit. In fact, it has taken me 108 episodes, (laughs) 108 episodes to finally admit to the depression I suffered under. It's not an easy thing to talk about, even to a trusted friend. I have been depressed over my childlessness, depressed over the fact that my life did not turn out as expected, having a family like normal people. I mean, really, was that too much to ask? I have wondered why I am on this planet. I mean, really, what's the point? What do I do now? What do I do with that innate need that 99.99% of women and men have to want children? 
We see children as a way to carry our essence into the future. I wanted to pour all of my knowledge into this little vessel that had my features. I wanted to teach that little person how to get along with everyone, how to use a knife and fork, how to make it in the big city or in the wide open country. I did not get to do that. Now my branch of the family tree has come to an abrupt end. How depressing is that? (laughs) Well, here are five things you can do to look that tree right in the face, in the eyeballs, and overcome the depression that can come with an abrupt ending you did not see coming. Number one, give. Give to your local community time, practical items, finances, life experiences, knowledge, tutoring. Give. You have a lot to give. I may not know you, but I know you have a lot to give. I guarantee it. So give. When you give, you have less time to concentrate on you. So number one, give. Number two, ask. Ask for help from a health and wellness professional, like a therapist, for the mental and emotional issues. Um, Get an exercise coach for your physical well-being. When you feel good or at least better about yourself, depression is less likely to hang around, at least not as long as it, it would have otherwise. So ask is number two. Number three, plan. Plan for your future. Put away as much as you can for your retirement. Get rest and exercise as mentioned above. And be aware of programs in your community that are there to help as you age and based on your age. So plan. Look ahead. Think about the future even as you work on your present. Number four, fight. Fight for your mental and emotional well-being. This means creating healthy boundaries between you and your family and friends. I created an entire course on how to create kind and firm boundaries. Let me know if you are interested and I'll forward you the link. Remember, even during those times when you ask yourself why you are here, unless they are trusted confidants who understand your struggle, your family and friends do not need to know. That is what your therapist is for. It's not that you are pretending to be okay. I mean, pretending to be okay would be opting not to admit you are depressed or opting not to see a therapist. You just can't tell everybody everything. That's why you don't tell people. And that's why you create healthy boundaries because you you can't tell everybody everything. You have to be selective. That's healthy. You may have not had the horrible opportunity, but there are people who exist that will kick you while you're down. So protect your heart. I'm not trying to be negative here. I'm not trying to be depressing, (laughs) but it's true. It's part of life. Protect your heart. And remember, even if you are all by yourself, you are a family unit. Do not allow anyone to speak negatively into your spirit and your soul about that. I'll repeat. Do not allow anyone to speak negatively into your spirit and your soul about the fact that even if you are all by yourself, you are a family unit. The more respect you have for yourself, the more respect others will have for you. Number five, carry on. Yes, 
push through no matter what. Feelings come and go. Do not allow a temporary feeling to prompt you to make a permanent decision. I'm not sure who said that, but it's true. Get the help you need, take care of yourself, and carry on. All will be well as long as you do not stop along the way to dwell on what was not to be. It was not to be. If it were, it would have happened, naturally, or by your doing what was needed to be done to make it happen. For instance, adoption. You know, we always get asked about, well, did you consider adoption? (laughs) Don't beat yourself up if the adoption fell through or the engagement broke off. Trust me when I tell you, I am thankful for the day I broke off what I later realized would have been a nightmare. Enough of that said. I won't say any more about that. (laughs) But don't beat yourself up if an adoption falls through or anything else that you're trying to do to get that family. Do your best. Do what you can. Do the IVF. Nobody's trying to stop you from any of that. Do what you feel you can and should do. But if it doesn't work out, do not beat yourself up. At least you gave it a try. I know I gave those two different adoptions a try adopting twice on two different occasions, two different entities, and and neither worked out. And it just didn't work out. (laughs) That's all there was to it. I'm no different. I'm no worse or better than anybody else. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just as human as anybody else. A lot of times we go right inside of our own heads and we wonder if we're like, am I weird? (laughs) You ask yourself, am I the weirdo here? (laughs) No, every human being is a weirdo. That's the bottom line. So don't overthink life and yourself and it and that and what did and did not happen. Don't overthink it. That's what I had to do. I had to compel myself not to overthink what was not happening for me, what did not happen for me. And when I stopped overthinking everything, when I started speaking positive things to myself, when I started telling myself, you know what, you are worthy to be here. You were created by a God who created every human being on this planet. Every human being has a right to be here. We all have a right to be here. We're here. So don't ever look down on yourself. Don't allow anyone else to look down on you. We're all here. We're all equal. No matter what man may say, we are all equal. And we all have the right to be here, whether we have children or not, whether we have a spouse or not. A lot of times people like to look down on us because they think, well, what was her problem? She never got married. I wonder what she's really like. She must be crazy. (laughs) You know, all the things human beings say to make things make sense, when a lot of times life just does not make sense because that's life. It doesn't always make sense. And when you run into somebody who is trying to make sense of your life, that means they have too much time on their hands. Run, run fast in the other direction. (laughs) So I hope that these have been words of encouragement. I wanted to let you know that you're not the only one. I've been there. Yes, I've got this podcast, this Childless Not By Choice podcast with 108 episodes. And I am proud of every episode, even the ones where I'm like, oh, did I do that? I'm proud of every single one because they have been a progression to where we are now. But it doesn't mean 
that as a podcaster, as a podcast host, as the host of the Childless Not By Choice podcast, that I didn't have my levels of depression. In fact, recently I was interviewed on a podcast where the host asked if I had ever considered suicide. Well, here is the answer. I did not consider it, but if you have, I get it, but don't do it. I sometimes wondered what it would be like just not to be here. Would I be missed? Yes. The answer is yes. You would be missed. We would be missed. Not by the children we did not have. In some cases, probably not by certain family members, which is very sad, but it's the world we live in. Humans are broken. They're broken vessels. We're broken. We're not perfect. Some of you probably live in some pretty tough families. And I'm sorry, but that's why this episode is, I really feel more so than usual that I'm speaking to someone through this episode. And so please listen, hear the words that I'm saying. I get it that some families are just really crazy and you just wonder how you're going to survive, but you will. It's the world we live in, but hang in there. You would be missed by the impression you would have made on this planet, the impression you are making now, the impression you are working on making. Don't give up. Man or woman, do not give up. You are the contribution to this world. Your talent is the contribution. Your existence is the contribution. Push through those valley moments and hang in there. Like I say sometimes, some days you're going to be hanging on with your fingernails, but hang on. Take that sad story prompt I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. I really was not trying to trigger anybody, and I hope I didn't. But that picture that I put with that quote, that I just, it hit me. That quote just, it just blew my mind when I read it. Take that prompt and make a beautiful story out of it. That's the wonderful thing about us as human beings. We can turn the ugliest, saddest prompts into the most beautiful stories. If you have a suggestion for pushing through depression, let me know so that I can share it with our fellow listeners. Thank you for tuning into episode 108. I posted some great links in the show notes for you, for us on mental health, depression, and counseling for those of us who become depressed or have become depressed over our childlessness. I've said it before, and some of you may think, I don't believe her, but it gets better. It gets better. I look back as I did my research and my writing for this episode, I look back to my 30s, and those were some raw years. I dread even thinking about them sometimes. They were raw, and they're not so anymore. Do I still wish I had had children? Of course. I keep saying it's like a loss. When you lose someone, you don't get over it. You just learn how to live with the loss. It's the same with being childless not by choice. Not being able to have the children is a loss, but you learn how to live with it. So I don't feel the level of depression and sadness and wondering why 
that I did in my 30s. Those 30s were rough. I don't know about you, but those were some rough years for me. And uh, I mean, I'm just glad I'm in a better place now. It's still not always easy, but I'm in such a better place. And I'm believing that for you, especially if you're going through a tough time, whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, wherever you're having your tough moment, because not everybody's going to have their tough time in their 30s. Look, I bawled my eyeballs out when I turned 30. It was horrible because I just could not understand what was happening to me. How could I possibly be 30 and not married yet? Never mind not having any children. How could this be my life? How dare life do this to me? <laughs> because I just knew that I was, I had a friend who used to say, she was born to be married. <laughs> and she used to say this to me. Sometimes we just don't know what we're saying to each other. And I would think to myself, really? You were born to be married? And I guess I was not. But I never said anything because I don't think she meant it in any way. I just, I refuse to take it personally. And sometimes that's what we have to do. Instead of fighting with everybody, just ignore it. Just forget about it. It's not worth it. Choose your battles. And like my mom would say, you can't bat every ball. <laughs> so. If you're going through that difficult, difficult valley moment right now, I know it, I get it, I've been there, but I'm here to tell you, it'll get better. You will feel better. Just hang in there and do everything that I said in this episode. And if you need to, this is one of those episodes, I'm not trying to tout myself up here, but I think it's one of those episodes where you, you need to listen a second time or maybe a third time because I really, 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 I don't know who you are, but I really feel like there is at least a couple of people out there listening who needed to hear this. So I hope it was helpful. Remember, the show notes are always chock full of great content created just for you. So be sure to check out the show notes with the links I mentioned. If you want to do some more research on depression and being childless not by choice, remember to leave me a message from right there on the website. And remember, become a patron by clicking the Patreon link right there on the website, childlessnotbychoice.net. If you ever have any questions, feel free to inbox me. I get inboxed all the time from women in the group and just general people wanting to know more about the platform. But for those of you in the group who inbox me, thank you. I love when you reach out to me and just tell me what kind of day you're having. Uh, maybe something that's coming up that maybe you're dreading, <laughs> like a conversation I had today, which I, I will not mention. But when you reach out to me from the group, just one-on-one -on -one and just tell me what's going on with you, I just love that you feel comfortable enough to do that. And I make sure I try to respond within 24 to 48 hours, usually much sooner than that, I hope. But um, I, I love when you guys reach out to me, you ladies reach out to me and just tell me what's going on and what's up. I'd love to be a word of encouragement. And I love when you guys encourage me as well. So thank you very much. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in to episode 108. And until next time, have a great one. Bye.